If you're the kind of dad who thinks he's kind of bad, then this is the podcast that is for you. We're bad to the dead. Hard to believe I never took a singing lesson. We are bad to the dad. We are the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life with Coach Randy and Adam D. Season six, episode one. This episode is called Lend Me a Dad. Why is it Lend Me a Dad? Well, you've heard of Lend Me a Tenor. We've got two tenors from the New York Metropolitan Opera. We've got Tony Stevenson and Mark Showalter. They'll be here in just a little bit. But First, as Adam D., it is my great pleasure, after many, many months off, to introduce my partner. We're back to school, so I have to make a back-to-school reference. He is the Lunchable of podcasts. He's the meat. He's the crackers. He's the chocolate chip cookie. He's Coach Randy. Coach, we're back. It, it feels, you know, it feels like it's been forever, but it also feels like, wow, where did the time go? It uh, does feel forever, but today is a special day. Uh, we're actually having our guest Back in the dead. In the dead. In the dead. They're vaccinated. They're vaccinated. Back They're in the clean. dead. They're <laughs> clean. Hopefully they showered. Yes, maybe not. As far as we know. At least use deodorant. Uh, but we're we're back into the den. You're in the den. We've been doing it in the den for a while. It does seem like uh, it's been a while. We had anticipated a special uh, over the summer that, well, you know how life gets and how things happen. So we didn't quite get to it. But we did have our comedy special for we Father's did, Day, which is Which good. just means that we're going to have to bring it. That much oh, yeah. more for season six. And you have a, have a lineup of guests, of dads, that are remarkable. As always, Adam D., it's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to be part of Bad of the Dad. And what can I say? I think it's important to acknowledge that there's no longer just one coach in this room. That's right. Over the summer, yes, I, please. too, got a coaching certification. Now, I'm not going to change my name to Coach Adam because that's your brand. Well, but appreciate it. Just know, if any listeners wanted to see my resume... Quite or the certificate it itself, the certification yes. itself. Yes. I'd be happy to furnish it for you. But Absolutely. yes, I am now. I am now Coach Adam D. Uh, certification in organizational development. So that may sound kind of boring, but believe me, if you run any kind of an organization, nonprofit, for profit, volunteer, even if you're running a small podcast with your buddies, a little organizational development goes a long way. So happy to assist you. Look, I see what you just did there. You, you saw me doing a shameless plug. A plug. Was. Think about shameless plugs. Yeah. How about another shameless plug of individuals that actually deserve plugs for our show? Like Becky Berman. Like Becky Berman of Berman Branding, bermanbranding.com. Bermanbranding.com for all of your web design, for all of your marketing needs, graphic design. You know, Becky Berman, she designed not only the original Bone Daddy logo, you know, the bad to the dad, Coach Randy and Adam mm-hmm. D, mm-hmm. but... She has also designed every subsequent yes. <laughs> Bone Daddy logo Yes, for every season that we've had, every special that we've had. So you're going to see a, a new logo on our uh, social media pages with Bone Daddy giving the thumbs up for season number six. That was her. That was her and her organization, Becky Berman, BermanBranding.com or at BermanBranding on social media. That's where you're going to want to go to learn a little bit more about her. That was a great plug for Becky Berman. And I think we decided... We also had someone last year that was one of our sponsors, and we want to thank that sponsor once again for being so important. Maybe we can convince that sponsor to continue their sponsorship this particular now, season. Now, I saw what you just did there. Yes, yes. You just incited and yes. inspired not just our, our previous sponsors, yeah. but maybe future sponsors. Exactly. You know, to cough up a little dime. Yeah, because we right charge a lot of money yes, for sponsorship. whopping $15 an $15. episode. $15. To sponsor on Bad to the Dad. And of course, we're talking about Matt Wilbur and The Fit Rebellion. Yes. The Fit Rebellion. You go to thefitrebellion.com. And uh, I think the social media is at Fit Rebellion. At Fit Rebellion. Um, he has a program that is designed for dads. Yes. So specifically for dads. To get into shape, and I was actually going to call him before my last doctor's appointment because you know how I do doctor's appointments. I quote unquote study mm-hmm. three to four weeks before. Ah, smart. The smart. exam, right? Yeah. Which means that um, I eat a thousand calories <laughs> less for four weeks. Yes. Um, 
work out twice as much mm -hmm. just for that appointment so the doctor can say, wow, Adam, mm -hmm. you're doing amazing. Yes. Keep it up. Yes. Uh, I'm going to take you off this med. Yes. Uh, we're going to see each other a little less. And then, you know. Next thing I know, I hop in my car. I'm off to Dunkin' Donuts. I'm getting coffee. I'm yeah. getting the, I'm getting the toasted coconut, and um, back to my old habits. No, but the truth is, look. I mean, you really look great. I mean, if you could, listener out there, if you could see Adam D, phenomenal physique. He's uh, got this great body. He's got this great mindset. So much going for you. You've had, uh, you survived the uh, the pandemic. Uh, your whole family did. I mean, of course, we have our our times together. We had OBX, everything. Uh, you're looking really good, looking really fit. You're looking like uh, life is good. You're busy with your company. You've got the coaching cert. Tell me, how does one balance all that and be a dad at the same time? You basically sleep for two hours a night, <laughs> and uh, and hope that you. It's a good REM sleep. Yes, <laughs> and that's all. That's all you can do. But I have to tell you, it it's been a little stressful these last couple of weeks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we had the end of the summer. Yeah. All right. There's a lot coming. We had an awesome OBX oh trip, and we'll talk about Best that ever. in just a Best bit. Ever. I especially want to talk about your trip home. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Because I, I heard stories. Yes. Trip yes, home. Yes. Uh, so we get home and uh, we're preparing for the kids' birthdays. Yeah. They're born like within a week of each other, so yeah. we're celebrating back to back. It's a very expensive month. Yes. Let's, let's uh, just say yes, that. Yes. And. Uh, you know, we had Hurricane Ida. Yes. Right. And of course, like most hurricanes that start in the Caribbean, yeah. work their way through yes. and terrorize New Orleans and mm -hmm. then move up the coast, you're like, eh, by the time it gets to us, it's going to be a hard drizzle. But still, Ida. I mean, Ida, that's, that's harmless. Ida. That's like grand, say grandmother <laughs> Ida. Have you ever met anybody named Ida who's like, just a, just, just, just a, a trouble and a nuisance? No, Ida's like sweet old lady. Well, I would feel the same way about an Henri, but yeah. Henri kind of did the same thing. Now, you know, it was a, it was a pretty nasty storm. Oh, it was we a had just storm torrential here. Yeah. sideways rain. And you got hit again, man. And we got hit again, ground saturated, basement flooded. This happened 10 years ago with another I, I named yeah. I named hurricane yeah. Irene. Yes. Remember Irene? Irene to so the left, 2011. yes. 2011. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> to get that out of a dad joke book. <laughs> So, uh, our basement was flooded with 18 inches then, but we didn't yeah. have a finished basement. Yeah. Now, we had a finished basement. Just yeah, got I finished know, in I April. Know, I know. And then here comes the rain, and the yeah. sump pump was doing its job. Yeah, but just couldn't just, keep up. It was like an old man with yeah. emphysema. Just yeah. just couldn't keep up with yeah. all, all the rain. So, what happens? Again, we're getting ready for, for Aiden's birthday. He's uh, just became 13. Mm -hmm. uh, we have these water alarms mm -hmm. that sit on the floor of our basement, and... You know, we're sitting around watching television, mm -hmm. you know, minding our own business. And all of a sudden we hear, boop. And like a fire crew, <laughs> we all run down to the basement. Yeah. And something's floating this way. Oh, and another golf oh, clubs are floating team. that way. Just, it was like PTSD from 10 years ago. Uh. What's the first thing that said out of Aiden's mouth? Save the Xbox. <laughs> Save the Xbox. And you know what I said? You're right. Save the, the Xbox because that's good for everybody's sanity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we run down to the Xbox room. Oh we go God. rip up the Xbox. Uh, the Peloton didn't make it, though, oh, as no. well. Although we just got a new part, so I think it, it can be salvaged. But yeah. I was thinking, you know, maybe this isn't so bad if the Peloton doesn't make it because that means for 30 minutes I won't have a really good-looking fit person <laughs> screaming at me to go faster. <laughs> So maybe, maybe it's not so horrible, but uh, uh, again, we got this part, so I think it'll be salvaged. And, you know, just, it's a frustration, right? We're all safe. Thank God we didn't have it as bad as, as other people who had, the tornadoes came through South Jersey, ripped know, roofs it off. Is, it is, people died. It is just a reminder that we are just a speck of existence on this earth when nature can do the damage to what we do. That uh, no matter how bad humanity tries to ruin things, mm -hmm. nature has a way to remind us. Nature can do it worse than anybody else, so uh, I'm so bad. I feel so badly because you just finished the basement. Our house was fine. Uh, we're up on the hill. Actually, I had no idea how bad it was because it came in overnight. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I wake up looking on Facebook. So um, I felt very badly. It's uh, it's a stressful time. I mean, you know, you have Aiden's bar mitzvah coming up in November, yep. so you work that. But you no, know, we have Brianna's bat mitzvah, bat mitzvah. in a couple, couple weeks. weeks. So it is uh, it is high stress, and for our listener out there. Who is not familiar with the bat mitzvah? Because you know we do have listeners that are very you know, that come from France and Belgium. Oh, yeah, very diverse. I mean, they, they do have Jews in France. <laughs> yes, though, believe me, I've checked. Um, but yes, is, it is a uh, life life event uh, for a young Jewish uh, individual. So we've been very busy and very packed, and 
we're, we're, we're crazy trying to come. Everything else, school's beginning. Kids are back in yeah. school. Um, so much late I mean, and on time, all at the same time. Because we usually start after Labor Day. Yes. And yet, the Jewish holidays in most school systems in North Jersey yes. shut down for the Jewish holidays. So it's it's very weird. So it's just uh, so much going on. I'm so glad to have you here uh, in the den. There's so much we can talk about because usually we do the uh, the opening talk about our week, things of that nature. Uh, we got a whole some, summer of material. <laughs> I'm back. And we got some funny stuff too. Oh yeah. Uh, what do you want to talk about? I mean, it's just... Well, you know, you had a bad to the dad moment. Yes. All, okay, all okay, borderline right. bad to the yeah, dad moment. Yeah, so yeah. just so everybody knows, you know, the, the Coach Randy family and the Adam D family, we do a, a holy pilgrimage uh, <laughs> where we, we both unplug and we rent a house together in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Mm-hmm. We happen to go to Duck. Mm-hmm. We can't recommend it enough. No. Um, the weather was perfect when we went. Not oh, a drop of rain. The best Although ever. I more than made up for that the week after <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with Ida. Yeah. But it was just an ideal best ever beach vacation in I think one of the one of the best most underrated vacation mm-hmm. spots in America, yeah. and that of course is the Outer Banks. Yeah. And uh, a lot of beach time, you know, a lot of a lot of pool time, and just made made the most of that week, which is the last full week of August. Correct. All right. So. We seem to be um, getting it mm-hmm. more and more every year as to when to leave. When to leave, yes. So typically, we leave the Outer Banks and head back to New Jersey mm-hmm. very early morning on Saturday morning, mm-hmm. right? And we're home by like 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Because we have to check out by 10 o'clock. Now, originally, right. we wanted to get as most as we could, and we would stay late. Then to get get nailed with traffic on the mm-hmm. way back. It would take 12, 14 hours to drive back, so we learned. So we don't do that anymore. Yeah. So... You know, with us, it's, all right, the car is packed on Friday night. Mm -hmm. We figure, let's go to sleep immediately after. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We'll wake up at 4.30 to be on the road by Mm 5. All right, and then we'll be home by 2 in the afternoon Mm -hmm. on Saturday. Psychologically, something kicked in (laughs) where we packed that car and we're like, we're really only going to get a couple hours of sleep because we're so anxious about that alarm going off so early in the morning. So Randy and I looked at each other and said, why don't we leave now? Now. Friday at 9 o'clock. We're, we're men. We're, we're like real men. We're manly men. Yeah. We can do this. We'll drive through the night. Yes. Our wives said, you know, if you need a break, we'll take over. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, 9 o'clock yeah. in the car, yeah. off we went. You are done. And we were done. Yes. So. <laughs> and we left shortly after you because um, whatever it was... Uh, you you are set because your car was you know you have you have the traverse yeah and we have the equinox and so we have to get stuff on the roof mm-hmm. everything yeah. else so it takes a little bit longer yeah so my my story is a short story mm-hmm. uh, we learned when we got back to New Jersey we actually had a nail in our tire no yeah our uh, our our back right tire had a nail uh huh so when we turned the car on the pressure pressure yes the tire pressure light yeah. went on. And all the other tires are at like 35, yeah, and this one's 22. at 27. Yes. And we're like, okay, that's a problem. And of course, Michelle is the, she is the water alarm of our <laughs> of our family. Yes. And she said, you, you got to stop and fill this thing up and let's keep an eye on it. So for us, we kept going north, uh-huh. but every like 45 minutes, we're stopping at a gas station, ensuring that we're filling up that, that tire. So... Once I got that thing to 38, I knew <laughs> I think that we were okay for the rest of the trip, which was far far more far more I, air I, than the, I did the not know that. Yeah, so so that was a, a little secret. Voila. Yes. That was our deal. So and it was raining on the way home. Yes. So not yeah. quite Ida. Uh-huh. But you know, we, we still had a heavy rain and mm-hmm. I'm out there, you know, on, on all fours. <laughs> Pumping, yes. pumping air in the tire yeah. at any gas station that was a lot. I hit a lot of Royal Farms. Yes. Royal Farms does not have air. Does not have air. Does not have air. Huh. But you know your your shells and your exons. Yeah. They, they of took course, Wawa gives you free air. They they certainly do. Yeah. Uh, you know you have to you have to be a, a computer programmer, yeah, an engineer in order of some to understand, sort. Yes. You know I, I got to set it to this amount and it'll stop and yes. then there's no turning back. Just a bing 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 bing. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now for you, yes, <laughs> you started your journey north. Oh, Adam. And D. then all of a sudden, a voice from the back seat said, "Right." So we uh, we left shortly after you did about. Uh, about a half hour after you did, 45 minutes after you did, and we we get out of uh, the Outer Banks and we're turning into Norfolk, uh, Virginia, and all of a sudden Bree screams, "Oh my God, Floppy!" Now Floppy is a stuffed animal that she's had since birth, and it's not that it's it's called in psychological terms a transitional object, right? <laughs> 
but floppy's been part of her life since she was born. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not that she necessarily needs it to sleep, but she it is a, a vital component of her life. And she starts screaming, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I left floppy, I left floppy, I left floppy. And because we left in the matter which we did, we went back through, we checked everything, and thought we had everything. So I immediately... Pull off, I, I pull Dukes off. Dukes of Hazard style. Dukes like, of Hazard. Yank that, yank the yank thing that, off, that wheel and to the like, left. And they're like, what's going on? I'm going back to pick up Floppy. Because for our house, it was code. It was key coded. And so we were only about an hour and 15 minutes outside. Oof. And I say only, but I'm like, and only. And you were lucky you left on Friday night because right. there was nobody on the road. Right. Otherwise, you would have been two Correct. hours away. Correct. So, mm. so I pull off to the side and I'm going back. And she's crying hysterically. And the thing is, it's not that she needs Floppy to sleep, doesn't need it. It's just that peace that she's had forever. And my heart's breaking, uh, and she's crying. And we pull over. Uh, we're calling Twitty to find out how he gets somebody Twitty, to go Twitty's there. the rental company, yes. yeah. And basically said, listen, leave a message, and you'll get... Tomorrow they'll go in and they'll find it tomorrow. Now, can I ask you a question? You can. Did everybody in the car agree to go back, or was just, Brie was crying, you're the dad... You insisted that she have her floppy, and you made the executive decision so to turn around. I immediately made the executive decision because in my world, especially for my girls, that that in this moment, I don't care. You know, everybody was on board, and at one point, um, Bree's like, it's okay, Dad, it's okay, Dad, you know, we'll get it tomorrow. I said, no, no. And she kept saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And Bree, the youngest, and all my girls, but when your kids start crying and life seems to panic them, there's something that kicks in as an adult, at least as a, at least as a parent, that I, I'll do anything to stop that, that that pain that they're experiencing. So out of nowhere, Michaela, savior of the moment, goes, wait a second, the Strassmans are still there. Yes. They're not leaving until Sunday. Now, Strassmans are your across-the-street neighbors Correct. who happen to be in duck At the exact same time. But their, their time was Sunday to Sunday, ours ah, was Saturday to Saturday. Okay, so they were still so, there. So it was still early enough. It was like 11 o'clock. We reach out, Christine... Right? They're getting ready to go to bed. Uh, we pull off, and uh, Christine, we call Christine. See, listen, crazy request. Brianna left floppy, and there's no doubt because we've gone through the car, we've destroyed the car, opened everything up. Would you please mind going over to the house? Here's the code in the room to see if you can find floppy. Yeah. Right? So. Thank God they're great people. Christine says, sure, no problem. Yeah. So she drives over yeah. to the house, goes in, and meanwhile, we're in a McDonald's parking lot. Now, if you recall, Winnie, our wonderful dog, who mm-hmm. is terminal, cancer, cough, everything else, she decided to have the, the squirts the entire week. Ah. So I'm out there walking her. And you know how sometimes when you pray, and you're like, please, God, please, God? I'm not that kind of person, except for that moment, because I just want Bree, because Bree's the one that has a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right? So, finally, we get a phone call. Christine says, we've got it. Big relief. Big relief. Blood pressure's dropping. She... Where did she find it? She find it... What happened, Floppy was underneath the sheets. Uh, and so, we looked everywhere, and so we automatically thought we had it, until Brianna screamed uh, this, this torturous scream. And so, we got McDonald's. <laughs> and we headed home and uh, life was okay that following Sunday Floppy was reunited with Brianna and I gotta tell you there was a I mean, she's 13 you know she's gonna be 13 she's got her bat mitzvah yeah. but there was a tremendous sense of relief that this was back in her life so that moment as a dad nothing else I mean you remember a couple of years ago at, in, in Outer Banks where Brie wanted that sweatshirt Oh, yes. Yes. So this, this brought back memories yes. of that where you basically drove up and down the Outer yes. Banks. And it is not a small no, peninsula. No, it's a big, big, big and, peninsula. And I think you drove 90 minutes to one of the southernmost towns <laughs> to get this, uh, was it, Youth Large Lifeguard Switcher. You know, outer Banks. And yes. I told her offline, where you weren't looking, I said, you better wear this damn switcher every <laughs> single day. I mean, next time you wear this, I want to see all those letters peeling yeah. off because you have just worn this thing in the yeah, ground. Yeah. I had to so, tell you, Coach, I'm very yeah. impressed, and yeah. I'll, you're a better dad than I am. Really? Because I would not have gone back. You would not have gone back. No, I would have. Yeah, I would have called Twitty. Yeah. Probably the next day when people were back in the office and said, "And said, can you please find this stuffed animal mm-hmm. for me?" And if it was completely lost, 
I probably would have pulled over while the kids were sleeping and ordered a floppy replica <laughs> on Amazon and tried to remember how dirty it was yes. so that when, when it finally arrives, yes. I'd rub the dirt in yes. it and then give it back. Oh, look what I found. Here's floppy. <laughs> yes. And that that's how I would have yeah. that's how I would have resolved. And I can that appreciate, issue. but as you know, Bree, Bree's quite a yes. sharp tack. Yeah, she probably would have picked up on it. <laughs> she she probably it. would have said, "Well, you no, know, the dirt spot is on the left instead of on the right." So, but it it is amazing. Uh, it was just the reaction. Just this is my daughter, and I, I would do it for any of my kids. I, uh, I I think that's the part of what makes our podcast so special is we celebrate suburban dad lives and the things that we do as dads. Um, and uh, everything else like that. So thank you for letting me share that story. But that was a legit bad of the dad moment. Thanks for sharing that with us. Mm -hmm. Coming up, we've got two great guests from the New York Metropolitan Opera. They are Tony Stevenson. They are Mark Showalter. I can't wait to find out how they're getting back on stage. Rehearsals for them actually start tomorrow. Keep it here. We are bad to the dad. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Our season premiere for season six. We are thrilled that you, the listener, has decided to join us. We have an extra special episode. We, we say that about all the guests. Every right? time we say I'm so. I'm really excited about this one. because and we been, meet it every time. Yeah, I've been, I've been trying to get uh, th these guys. Well, I'll see. We're going. We're out <laughs> okay, end scene. End all right. scene. Heck of an episode. Thanks, guys, for at least showing up. And yeah, then, making uh, us feel special already. That's right. We're already producing episode two now. Yes. <laughs> Our guests have left. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking to Tony Stevenson and Mark Showalter from the Metropolitan Opera in just a bit. But I want to tell you a little bit about this thing called social media because we're on it. Yes, and we are. It, it's it's really kicking up some dirt. All, People all the are, cool kids are using it now. Yeah. I don't know why we're on it, but... Social the media is a thing, and if you want to find out more about Bad to the Dad, our guests, our hosts, our episodes, at Bad to the Dad is our handle. For most of those platforms, we're talking Facebook, we're talking Instagram, Twitter, of course, we're even on LinkedIn, which is the business networking site. We even have a website, which is www.badtothedad.com. Just goes to show you what an outdated dad you are. I am an outdated dad. I have to make sure people know to use the www because if you don't use www, it's World Wide Web. I.e., the younger kids, the cool kids don't know about that. They don't know that, but if they do a research paper on the web, they will now know. And if you're using www, you're probably using email to communicate too, and we have that as well. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Contact us at badtothedad.com if you have a question for the hosts, if you have a guest idea, or even a question for our guests. That is the email that you use. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Coach Randy and I love theater. Love We're theater. We're hungry for the theater. Theater's been a little bit dark over the course of the last but 20 it's opening, months or so. But it's opening. It is opening, and we've got two outstanding dads from The Met, the Metropolitan Opera. In New York, and that is Tony Stevenson and Mark Showalter. Hello. Tony, Mark, Hello. thank Hello. you so Hello. much. Hello. Thank Hello. you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Feel the energy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, we're we're just happy that this stuff is starting to get back. Yeah. You know, New York is coming back. I think the, of course, the performing arts in New York is the reason it is New York. Yes. Without it, you don't have the restaurants, the hotels, the bars, the tourists, you know, tourists, tourists, and everything. So New York has really paid a a, a dear price yes. from the pandemic and. To get all of the, there's a couple of Broadway shows coming back now that have started. The yep. symphony, the, they did a show, the Verdi Requiem last night for the 9-11 right. thing. Yeah. And it was uh, amazing. The chorus the the Met orchestra was the Met. The Met. Mm -hmm. And it was an amazing performance. So it's, it's you know, I'm still kind of guarded. I still feel like <laughs> I'll believe it really when, when I, I see it. it yeah. I still feel that, you know, kind of trepidation about it. But it's back. We're rehearsing and... Um, so everything's going in the right direction. Really yeah, no, we're, we're thrilled that you're back, and we're thrilled that you're you're here to talk about that. So let's talk about the last twenty months. You guys are performers. That's what you're hardwired to do. That's that's your living. <laughs> so what were the last twenty months like, and what did you do to keep yourselves busy? Tony, we'll start with you. So you know, that heavy side. I'm thinking about every I show am. we watched on Netflix for the last twenty months. Seriously, because <laughs> it's it's when it first happened. You know, it was, I remember the, March twelfth, and we're driving in. You know, for rehearsal, <clears> and we get a phone call from the rehearsal department. It's like, just you know, we know you're probably already here, but just turn around and head home. We're you know they're shutting us down, 
And you think, oh, well, it's going to be, you know, because they even said maybe for a week or two, you know, we're going to shut this down and mm -hmm. try to stem it. And we all thought, oh, a couple weeks. And, you know, they said, we well, were still, worried about, we're like, oh, how, yeah. no money for three weeks how are we or whatever. Gonna you know? <laughs> and then, yeah. And then no. they said, that, well, we'll continue to pay you guys for a few weeks. You know, we're still going to, and we were like, okay, okay. So then, you, you know, you're still keeping your stuff up. And a couple of the shows went by the wayside. And we had just finished rehearsing Verter with a great, cast and it was going to be one of the best shows of the season hmm. we had done the final dress rehearsal and and bam and then so we never even got to you know perform that after all the work on it so but we were thinking three weeks you know then it was a little bit another week or two and you're still kind of keeping it up and then they decided to cancel the rest of the season mm. and that was like a, a just a gut punch i remember oh, yeah. all of us just you know and that meant the pay goes away you know that you know we're going on unemployment so it so was, Deborah what's in your life did you think what you were doing you've made it to the Met I mean that's yeah you know how do you get to the uh, the Met you know practice yeah, practice, right. practice right yeah, hell of so, a lot of luck <laughs> right and so there you are you've made it to the apex never once did you think and now this pandemic comes along and now you're now you're unemployed <laughs> well it's a different Tony and I have these really cool jobs there there's not many of them and we're lucky. Yeah. We, we're full-time solo singers there. There's mm -hmm. about 10 of us. Mm -hmm. And both of you are principal tenors, right? Yeah. Principal, but we don't sing the big leads. We're okay. not doing the big stuff, you know, night after night. That, that, that You know, those folks who come in, they go from one house, they sing for uh, five, six weeks, mm -hmm. then they're contracted to go to San Francisco, then they go to Europe, you know? Yep. So what you're saying is right, mm -hmm. especially in our case, that we've... We, we were lucky enough to get these amazing positions at this amazing place, right? Mm -hmm. And it's almost like you're at, in the old days, IBM, you're there, you know, cradle to grave, or, mm -hmm. you know. You get the golden watch when you hit 25. You, you kind of yeah. think, yes. you yes. kind of think, okay, this is going to be great, but then you're absolutely right, it just stopped. And, and you still kind of kept it up, like you're thinking, okay, I need to keep things going, and then they canceled the season, and then you sort of let it slide, it, you get far, you know, farther away from yeah. it. And then when they came out and canceled, you know, the, the entire next season, yeah. that was some dark days. Because you're like, that's, I got to sell the house. Uh, we got to yeah. move. Mm -hmm. Where, how are we going to stay here? Yeah. What are we going to, you know, the really, really tough time. And then that's when. And Jersey taxes don't pay themselves. No. <laughs> And that's that's, that's when you really I went through a crisis there of like you know and I just you just let everything go then and you're to. just not a performer anymore yeah. you know you're not you're not like thinking about it and you're you're just trying to like provide some kind of normalcy for your kids yeah. mm -hmm. they're doing the virtual school you're basically homeschooling them you know mm -hmm. at this got point. that too yeah yeah and so but thankfully with the programs about the deferment of mortgages and mm -hmm. stuff that's the that's really the only reason that we. Well were able to make it without that there's no way there's yeah, no way yeah. we'd have been able to. so yeah but it's as a performer you we have gotten really far away from that yeah you just became dad teacher you know home fixer upper and try to do some projects like i could have done a lot more projects but you get really depressed yeah and you don't have the money for the yeah. projects so right. then you too just home yeah, too, yeah yeah scenery doesn't change right it's just trying not to go insane really i think yeah. that's what we've it didn't, it didn't work. <laughs> so, Mark, you're saying you're pretty much on the verge of insanity, is what you're saying? Yeah, right now. Well, that's <laughs> great timing for Be us careful. to have you on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Good, is, we can get this live. <laughs> yeah. So this is you being insane right now. It's all happening. Mm -hmm. It's bubbling. Mm -hmm. yeah. But we found some things, and this was one thing that really helped. Um, at the beginning was this, the homeschooling. There was something really cool about it. And... Near the end of it, it nuts <laughs> because it's just not the way to teach kids. But at the beginning, there was a, a real, at, in our home, it, there was a, um, a real family kind of thing going on, you know? Yeah, yeah it was a routine, and, which yeah, was good. It was yeah. novel, and, and the kids were kind of into it in a weird way. They could, you know, it's their thing, yeah. okay? I mean, this is their thing. Computers, the way, that's what they do. It's not what we do, but this, mm -hmm. is, what, this is how they can do it. So that was actually kind of cool. And um, not, but but the, the creative side of things that just that just blah, blah, went away. Yeah, and you know, were like, you keeping yourself. I mean, were you rehearsing? Were you just like singing in the shower? No, that's were what. You doing any singing at all? That's <laughs> what I mean. We got because for a while you think, oh, I should try to you know keep it up. Yeah, you know, like it's like, a, it's like, like an athlete. Keep shops. your voice working. Keep your voice. Yeah. <clears throat> no, 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 no
I'm gonna just let it go. And, uh, <laughs> hey, there's a song called. What a that, fine right? artist, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> let it go. You're not supposed. Yeah. Wow, oh, very good. good. Yeah. Um, they're not asking you to rehearse. Thank you for trying to impress oh, everyone. I was you were not supposed to give away those secrets. Right, right. Yeah. right. Well, I think I liken it to like a baseball guy that just got Tommy John or something. You know, yeah, you're okay. out for like a year. Yeah. So the thing is, you can't really keep yourself at full. You know, you're not. You just can't yeah. keep it at full steam. So what we have to do is like we're in spring training now, basically. So yeah. We're like building you know, back up because the voice, true. voice, you have the voice. It doesn't really go away, but the stamina, yeah. you know, the strength oh, yeah. and all that. You gotta condition yourself. condition. So mm. that's that's what we're memory out. We're, memory. Yeah, and uh, building it back up to be peak. You know, that, yeah. that's gonna take a little while. So so it's September twelfth today, and we're recording the show on September twelfth. Mm -hmm. I know, Mark, you have rehearsals starting tomorrow, the thirteenth, right, Tony? You're going in on Thursday. No, mine started a week ago. You start you started a week ago. Yeah, okay, week. so so you already know what you're what you're <clears throat> going into. So mm -hmm. you like any post COVID protocols for rehearsals? Yeah, tell them what it's like with the yeah. map now. It's just... Well, it's quite, it's a quiet place. The halls are quiet. Yeah. You know, they were are they normally not quiet. The, well, it was a lot much, of people in and out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, like orchestras, chorus, as, no, no, of okay. people. I mean, yeah. there's hundreds of people who work in this building. Okay. Chorus, just, orchestra, stagehands, mm -hmm. administration, buzzing about. Yeah. But what I noticed was that, you know, because of a lot of protocols, I think a lot of people are still working at home. So, rehearse, it was, it's, I'm back uh, in Boris Gudenov, and um, it, it's uh, with a great, a great, uh, Director, stage director Stephen Wadsworth, who I, I've worked with before, he, and it, he's to me the perfect person to get back to work, and uh, because he's just he's such a good human being, he's so talented, and but he's also he makes everything a family, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and everyone a family involved in everything. So it's been great rehearsing. So I've been telling my family, mm -hmm. you know, when I get in the door, uh, in the finally into the room to rehearse, I feel everything's the same, except. Everybody, yes, except this, but I'm used to. I think we're so, using. So, like, so this is a mask. You have to wear a mask while you rehearse. Yeah. You do. Yes. Do they have special oh, wow. masks for opera singers? They, not really. Are you with the blue they and the make black. Them, they do make some that yeah. with a the big extra space. Bigger. Yeah. It's it's hard. I, I've tried you know different ones, and I can just keep trying one that can actually that you could actually sing in, and because your mouth is going like this, so it just it just pulls down, and it's it's a pain in the butt. But yeah, and then you sweat. Like yeah, crazy, I bet. And you don't, you, it's like singing like this, you know, so you don't really hear yourself as well, and mm -hmm. it, it, it's it's not going to be a lot of fun. But he, he said that everyone seems to be managing okay. Yeah, I think in so. In the rehearsal. And when we go upstairs then into the big stage, then we'll, I think, take him off for most of those rehearsals. Probably. Yeah. So, yes. so I know that uh, I have, I, I coach, I'm a, a life coach, and I have a lot of clients that uh, are theater kids, uh, and they're, they're going to be required to perform with masks on. Yeah, wow. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. I'm talking to these kids, and I feel really badly, but at least they're they're get they're, they're glad. But you don't not gonna have to wear masks when you perform. No, <clears throat> that was the we thing. Do. That was the thing. The, the members of the audience will be masked. Yeah. Vaccinations required. Yeah, correct. Everything else. They um, will be sitting right next to each other. Okay. Mm -hmm. They were last night at the Verity thing. And yeah. That was yeah. a full house. It was a full, full house. house. That's yeah. what we're expecting. Full houses when you. No, when they, well, I can't imagine. I mean, this was because it was a nine eleven thing, but. Yeah. It, you know, if we if we can 60-70%, you know, to start, if we can get that, that'll be a huge success. Huge. Because Gelb, well, the general director of the MAT, was anticipating Peter Gelb. What did I say? Just Peter Gelb. Oh, Peter Gelb. Oh, that's a good shout-out. That's very good. I know you... Yeah. The general director of the MAT, who is... I mean, I can't imagine that job in the last Holy year Lord. and a half. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's had to weather a lot of criticism, a lot of, you know, uh, heat about letting people go and, you know, not paying and all of this... They did keep up the insurance benefits, which was uh, oh, good a, for you. a huge, 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 of course, huge. Because it happened well, to during get COVID. Sick. Yeah. Yes, during COVID, <laughs> you still get sick. Yeah, yes. and with the family, as yeah. you guys know, oh, with yeah. the kids and all, that was a big concern, and they they were they kept that going for us right. while we were in that, which was mm -hmm. good. So thank you, Peter Gelt. You know, so we're gonna get to the kids a little bit because we are bad at the dad and show, but I think our average listener is not necessarily one that actually goes out to the opera, right? That uh, we're lucky if they go listen to Boss, you know, you know Bruce Springsteen of that. So, what was it about opera that that attracted you just to get you there? I'm just curious to know, um, and why why opera? Well, I think both of us 
right. are on similar veins. I don't think either of us like grew up as a kid wanting to be an opera singer. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I, I, you know, we we were both in music and choirs. Mm-hmm. It starts with the choirs as a kid and okay. church, and then mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. choirs and stuff. And then you know, you get into high school and you sing in the choirs, and then you just start to get to notice the different and the professors and teachers are mm-hmm. you know singling you out and you get solos and things like that so it just sort of it just sort of happens and then and then people say you know you you could really you should pursue this or yeah and it was more about the music for me because I was also a, a pianist and a singer and I didn't know when I went to college what I wanted to do either piano or singing and and even um I, and I got a scholarship in voice and not in piano. So I said, okay, I guess I'll be a singer. <laughs> That's where we're going. That's very nice. Where'd you go? Where'd you go to school? Furman in oh, Greenville, yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. Paladins. Yeah. Paladins. Not yeah. many people know that. Uh, yeah. How about you, Mark? The Purple Paladins. Uh, St. Olaf College oh, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, yeah. In Minnesota. That's where Betty White's character no. yeah. on Golden Girls went. Wrong. A little no. bit. It's the town. Oh, they the turned. Town. They made it a town, St. Olaf. Oh, okay. Like St. Cloud. I screwed Olaf. that up, you know? Yeah. Well, no, no. Well, everybody the right everybody, everybody does that. And yeah, she had to effort. correct everybody. They invited her, and she came to the campus. And yeah. It was really cool. E for effort there. That's pretty no, very, yeah. That was very Listen, impressive. You know, we're trying to drop into a pop culture hey, references. You threw a paladin in. I should have stopped at paladins. I had you at paladins. I had you at okay. But both really good music. For small colleges, both had really strong music. Programs, um, dynamic professors, directors, yeah. and that's what got me going into the music band, yeah. away from everything else. And it was just but, fun. But even then, it's but I not wasn't opera. Like it was an opera. An opera I, I am curious to know how many people told you that there was no way for you to have a career and make money and a living in what oh. you wanted to do. Oh, they still do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "See, it's over a pandemic." I told you. <laughs> Yeah, right? yeah, but I just you know you just don't listen. At the time, it was yeah. just, just uh, your passion. Good for you. Just, yeah, it was just something mm-hmm. you really wanted to do, and you know uh, it was it was just a passion. So okay. it was like not a choice mm-hmm. to be in music and to do it. And I think it just is if if you're a good singer, the ultimate is opera, and that's yeah. the sort of the pinnacle. That's the height. So everyone, when you get to a certain level, you just you sort of go that route. But then then. You know, not many. We're lucky to have been able to make a career out of it. Really, it's a. It's. Do you really think it's luck, or is it just because of the dedication, the commitment, and drive for what you have that you're maybe grateful that uh, for what you did and you followed that passion? It's both. I think it's. A, I mean, it's an enormous amount of just work by yourself mm-hmm. in practice rooms, working on working on music. But the luck is is not like saying it's it's the right person to hear you at the right time yeah that's you know and it's sort of like case you yeah. get your everyone's going to get their shot mm. and it's step you know it's hitting it out of the park there's a song that. about get your shot yeah, yeah. right <laughs> yeah so well, i just did that yeah yeah, yeah. Well, hamilton I'm two, you for kept two. In theater. I'm two for two yeah, you know the only reason i know that Saint is because Olaf of mark's son yeah. mark <laughs> has a son named hudson who is an amazing mind and can memorize things. He can sing that entire show from start to finish. Wow, wow. The entire like Hamilton. The Hamilton songbook. He did it for us one time. I mean, we had to just make him stop because it was going to be hours. <laughs> Man, he would just I sit there. watching that on Disney Plus is either really annoying or really impressive. It's it so was impressive. really impressive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, what, four and memorized all Wait, the presidents? Wait, four? No, no, no. This it was, was the before first, that. Uh, he knew all the presidents yeah. in order before. He has oh. one of those minds yeah. just remembers it. But he would just start with Hamilton and we would just and they're like this and he would just go and go wow. and go I was like wow <laughs> so, so I was going to ask you about your kid but what do your kids think about you being opera performers because mm-hmm. you know you're not accountants and lawyers and you know a lot of professions that you often see in this area it's it's very unique and you know, curious to hear what they think about it I think we've instilled in them how odd our jobs are how, <laughs> how yeah. weird we are just yeah. don't be like that well, right? they, they, they yeah. love it they and do in a love way it. though they also don't think it's like you know, they don't really know that it's that weird because yeah. all the, like, we hang out together. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like... Our kids are besties. Yeah. yeah. And so That's it awesome. seems like, a, you know, an, uh, a normal thing that yeah. your dad mm-hmm. goes and sings opera at the Met, you know, for a while. I, mean, I think they start to get it now that it's like, okay, that's a really weird, you know, weird job. <laughs> but, and you sent some really, really cool pictures for us to promote this podcast. Yes, yes. And you're in, you're in full regalia, you know. I, yeah. I know that, I don't know if it was the Mikado or Madame Butterfly or... Uh, Madame Butterfly. Madame Butterfly. So you're a, completely transformed yeah. um so when they see you with like magic flute magic. magic oh yeah magic yeah magic magic. Flute. Yeah. yeah 
No, they they early early on that was the real draw was to come in and see like oh wow and to see the costumes and the, the kids yeah yeah and they would see the show it's it's tough because we have to be very selective about what shows to come in because oh God. <laughs> opera stories are really pretty rough I mean there's you know incest oh. and uh, murder and <laughs> no rape. family values no family you know there's a lot I see, of wait, I see a lot of stuff on Netflix that bids that stuff that's yeah. all normal <laughs> your kids are watching anyhow yeah just letting you know. I mean, it's pretty rough stories. Too. New Most languages. of them are tragic and stuff. So we, you know, we let the magic flu. We got them to the, you know, the happy shows yeah. for a while. Um, Barbara Seville. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? yeah. So then you have to speak foreign languages, too. You speak other languages, right? We don't speak well. them fluently. <laughs> I mean, we have to prepare them and translate everything and know exactly what we're saying. So okay. you can, you know, you can be able to react to everybody. And we have uh, language coaches there that okay. coach us on the diction. Oh, right. So we have to be fluent in in the pronunciation of everything and but in the meantime you learn you know a right. lot of it but it's all it's russian you know italian french mm-hmm. german so english I, yeah. which is you know yeah, written, we, english is like a tiny bit of what we right. do yeah, sure oh uh, i just want to put a shot so i have two kids hudson sadie yeah oh yeah well, and I, I now i need to shout back to you the your kid's not too shabby um in okay. the brains and Ability department. Well, we're Jay, Shep, and Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have twins, two identical boy twins, mm-hmm. which was a shocker. It was not, you know, fertilization draw. No, no, she did it all on her own. Yeah. We were living in the city. <laughs> in Way the to studio. go, Scott. Yeah, we were in a <laughs> studio, you know, a little, tiny little studio, and uh, she got pregnant, and we thought, okay, we'll... In the studio? You in, the studio? Yeah, in the studio? Well, I'm not as a dedicated... You performer. opera singers are way big players. <laughs> I am not using my let's, studio. Let's shoot the, the, the stereotype of Ooh. opera singers. I want to hang out oh, with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you right. don't know half of it. Oh, yeah. There's some. Oh, you don't know that. You don't want to know about Pavarotti. And... I, I oh, gotta, I, there we go. I want to hang out with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so then we thought we'd move up, you know, because like Washington Heights or something. They, they were up there and we thought we need like a two bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. And then our first visit to the boop, 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 ultrasound guy, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like, that's the biggest knee I think I've ever taken in my life when he said, you, you have two babies in there. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. I mean, I guess some people would be you like. play defense already? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, we're outnumbered already. Yeah, absolutely. It's a tough so so thing. We, we met like, up with him that night yeah. that they got the news. And we met up with him. We're like, you know, we're in shell shock. And, there's, and we're like, what? And then they're just going to, here's. Pictures. Two babies coming. So I was like, "Screw it, we got to go to Jersey. <laughs> I need a, I need a garage. We need a basement. I need a yard. We need. We got to have double strollers and two high chairs." And oh my god, what are we gonna do? That's so funny. It was an immediate life change. Yeah. But so I have the identical twin boys, and then uh, two years later we had Max, another boy. So we have, I have three. So now you're definitely outnumbered. Oh, oh yeah. no, I'd say your wife is outnumbered. <laughs> yes. Right. We well, always say that mom, mom is the number one hardest job. In oh, the world, and then number no two is uh, absolutely you know people work in a coal mine. Then it's the guy who cleans the Verrazano Bridge. Then of course it's yeah. first responders and people in the medical profession. And dad is somewhere in the fifteen hundreds, if at least. At most, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Verrazano, interesting. Yeah, yeah. well, it's a very big bridge. You never think of the Verrazano Bridge. You never think of that. And then once you're in Brooklyn, oh my God, you're not moving. And it's windy up there, and that's got to be. Imagine that job. What if you're a mom who have that guy on? What if you're a mom who paints the Verrazano Bridge? I think they go to the top. And you're yeah. one with a bullet. You're yeah. way up. Forget it. No, especially for us, we got to really shout out to the moms because our schedule no, I mean, changes every day. Okay, like yeah. oh, the gosh. day before, we can get a, a big changes to our yeah. schedule. So they don't have a routine. No it's, way. it's it's always changing. And, and then like for if we're performing a lot, we're rehearsing during the day mm-hmm. and you know it's it's sometimes not enough time to come back home oh, yeah. and go back in because mm-hmm. of the sure. commute is yeah, the yeah, bane crazy. of our yeah. existence. Hell. So we're sometimes going in in the morning and then it's till midnight, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, it could be three or four times a week. And then, but then there'll be a week where we have just a couple of rehearsals and we're home a lot. Mm-hmm. So it changes, you know, and that's always not good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're like, please go to work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too please. Yeah. So they really, uh, they're, a, they're a big <laughs> reason why we can do. And the summer off. Too. Yeah. That's yeah. a big plus. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's funny you say that because here's how I met Tony. Um, it was, uh, I think, summer of 2016, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, my son, Aiden, at the time, was playing travel baseball, mm-hmm. and, and Tony's kids were already well entrenched in the, the police athletic league yeah. travel baseball system, and they, they were great with Aiden, because Aiden was still mm-hmm. new to travel, he didn't know Go pal. Much, much about it. Yeah. Pal, very nice program. And this guy walks up, and he's in a flannel, he's in his Crocs, he's in his NASCAR hat, 
And I'm like, oh, this is great. You know, I was always looking. It just goes through. You cannot judge a book by its cover. I'm like, who's this dude? I'm surprised I didn't have a cigar in my mouth and a beer in my hand. He was from the South. He was from the South. I heard the accent, and then Bill Rossside, another friend of ours, who also had a son on the team, says, I want to introduce you to Tony. He is a principal tenor at the Metropolitan Opera. I'm like, get the what? Out of here. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. Yeah. So you just and, and I know it was the off season, right? It was the summer. It was like oh, yeah, yeah. June. June. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it just goes to show you, Dad. Like Shrek says, you know, ogres have layers. Dads have layers. They're into a lot of different things. Oh, so yeah. you know, I know that uh, Tony's into golf and baseball and coached. Uh, the older kids this year. Yeah, yeah, that was a treat. That was yeah. a, a treat from the pandemic because usually if we're times. singing, yeah. I can't, you know, as a coach, baseball coach, not that you're yelling at them per se, but they're far away. Yeah, they're 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 you're yelling <clears throat> the whole practice and especially so the games. You're on the cords. Yeah, no, but I would come home no, after practice. Like, uh, <laughs> it's not. No wonder. It's, it's not good food. for singing. You just can't. I think you have to sing from the diaphragm. Well, exactly. you got to sing from the diaphragm. Exactly. And it helps because they can hear me. Yes. But it's not, you can't do that. You're screaming up there, you're screaming up top. Yeah, and it's it's not good for the voice. So, but because not having to perform, then I was like, I can, I can, you know, assist the coach. Yeah, Yeah, uh, Gary Schaefer is the head coach. We know Gary Schaefer very well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Love you, Gary. He's great, great coach for them. And uh, we won the championship that season. How much fun. The one season you coach, you get the championship. One and done. That's right. Drop the mic, walk away. (laughs) So now you can put that on your resume. You've got Marriage of Figaro, you have Faust, and you've got a, a PAL championship. A pal championship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you should do that. No, it's a real treat to be able to do that. That was that was awesome. So, um, good kids. So, so Mark, what do you? I mean, so obviously baseball. What do you like to do with your your kids? Well, you know, it's funny. I took um, an MTL team a long time ago. MTL standing for Mountaintop League. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. And which uh, Coach Randy is the commissioner for softball. For softball. Oh, okay. Yes. No kidding. For our yeah, listeners no out in the yes. podcast sphere. All right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was it was five years, six years ago. Hudson was in the MTL. You guys were in PAL, and uh, it was it was a riot. It was so much fun, yeah. and I really enjoyed it. So a lot but, of kids their first time. I mean, yeah. it's like yeah. just starting out. Yeah, it's so a it's, direct program. Yeah, at the competitive travel. And what I found out is it's a lot like what I thought I would be doing in my life, which was I mean, by the end of college, I thought I'd be a choir director because hmm. that's what I thought was the best thing in the world. And but it's all performing. A choir director, a teacher, a coach. Yes. I'm sorry. You're all performing. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it and the the energy you give and the energy you get back. You know the best the best ones are great performers, and they do a good job. I click with it. I don't know if I'm good at it, but I just have fun. And you know even yeah even Hudson and you know Melanie are like Ooh, what what's Wow, what kind of day is can actually do that? What's going on? So, do you, do you think that's a future gig for you? It's like you know, a lot of actors say, "I act, but I really want to direct." It's like I sing, but <laughs> yeah. I want to direct. Is yeah. that is that going to be you guys at some point? Uh, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't really you, know. You to direct, you've got to be one of the, the top. You got to be one of those people. When they start, like Tom Allen, and I think, well, Placido um, conducted. conducted you know, you've got to have the cred. You've got to have these. Yeah. I have creds and, and maybe you can do that stuff. But no. And I think it's we're just stu- going to be too exhausted by yes. the time we retire. Plus, the great time. directors we know at the Met would just kick our butts. Yeah, well. They would be so. They'd be, yeah, right. You guys don't even know how to yeah, say you much. You start off at a, at a town, like the paper mill, and then you work yeah, out yeah, to yeah, a high paper mill. That's a big right. one. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's a nice theater. Yeah. Yeah. Won the Tony, right? A few years right. ago. They need to keep, you keep growing up. Just <laughs> It's like. You go back into the minor leagues and you work out your coaching skills there. You work out your directing and then you build yourself up. Well, in fact, I was going to say one more thing and that was um, helping out at church. Uh, moral in Church the... is a place to do it? That's what I just said. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I took cuts into the musical. This was yeah. like three years ago, whatever it was. I forgot the name of it. Um, and it, um, no. and uh, it was, and I just kind of helped a little bit and then the next thing you know, I'm an assistant director and 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 cueing people and stuff during the show. It was great. It's fun. So I do like doing those kind of things. And you're very you're a smooth operator coach. Smooth See, operator. You. Thank you. Ooh. You're not a you're not a that's why it was so Gary and I worked yeah. well together because he's sort of like bad cop, good cop. So <laughs> it is totally that way. Can we please have this guy? He breaks him down, you know, yeah. and then I build him up. Yeah, so I'm the guy who's like, yeah. no, it was good. It was good. Fighting. I learned a lot about you as a coach. I mean, yeah, it, 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 it supports what you, who you are, who I know you to be. But that's also, the truth. Is uh, coaching 
shows you true personality and characteristic yeah. about how you view and life. And parenting style, yes, too. Yes. So, oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. so speaking of which, uh, to kind of bring it home, if you will, we have this segment on all of our episodes called Dad Vice. Advice for dads. You can take it any way you want. You can take it, hey, I'm a uh, dad as performer or just dad as dad. What are some of the things that have worked for you that you'd like to share with the other dads listening? It's part of your dad vice. I like the pun on the word of dad vice. Vice, yeah. You want to talk about dad vices? Oh, yeah. Well, look, we had the bourbon guy on. We had the beer cigars. (laughs) I've told people that at the end of this pandemic, I'm going to need two things. As we start back, it's uh, therapy yes. for the post-traumatic stress disorder that we all have been shoving yes. way down yep. for months. And oh, yeah. when we start back, it's probably all I'm going I'm so to become a mess. I'm probably yep. going to lose it, and probably some rehab. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get both. What, what's, what's your What's your drink of choice? Bourbon. Bourbon. Bourbon, yeah. bourbon See, guy, big time. We love bourbon yeah. people. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm a. I'm We've a, had bourbon experts on our show. Yeah, we have. We have done. Where's the bourbon? Our, uh, <laughs> Our it's best to support our. I used total, to keep it down here. We move it upstairs. Our total wine has done quite yeah. well. Yes, yeah, yes. we made quite a few investments. Yeah. Affirm and Affirmative. Yes. they were they the owners of that. Were oh, I didn't Affirm know that. Affirm and have to get them on too. Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time there as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Dad so your your dad vice your vice is bourbon, but the yes. Advice. I mean, and uh, a little bit of everything. I would. I'm for me. I'm. I like. Uh, Mixing it all in, and you got to have some of the vices. Mm-hmm, you can mm-hmm. you, know, you can't be all good and all bad. I think sometimes I get in a little bit of trouble with my wife, with maybe a little, but that's part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And 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 staying, even as a dad and a husband, you got to know what makes you tick and what keeps you in balance. Yeah. And so sometimes doing the crazy things or you know overdoing it a little and and you know paying the price for it, but. That brings me back, and it keeps the balance. And I think balance with the kids too, and balance, balance. I hear balance. And, uh, I like balance. this about you. Got to be yourself. You got to let off a little steam. It's, yeah, it's okay. We're human beings as and much as we are. It's okay dads. to be to say the wrong things to your kids sometimes. And I, yeah. I get down on myself. I would do it all the time. You know, really. And you know I, I've just been like, I can't believe I just you know said or yelled at him for that. What am I? Do? You know. But that's part of it, and that's okay. It's okay to be, uh, you know. A bad dad sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's all right. Happy kids, you are. You are bad to the dad. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> We're all trying our best. Yeah, yeah and I appreciate the time with the kids. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah, How about you, Mark? A battery drawer. All batteries. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would tell any new dad. That is get so a true. lot of them yeah. whenever they're on sale. Very practical advice. He, Tony's got a great battery drawer. Uh-huh. I have I have bins. Yeah, that and is it, so true. My dad had them all over the house. And they were the bad, you know, the ray of axe and the uh-huh. thing. They were yeah. bursting on the, the ends. Little. And I'm like, Dad, this is, uh, don't get around, 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 don't get your own. And don't, and I swear he had a stash somewhere. <laughs> he kept the good one for himself. He kept the good one. <laughs> and he would have had that, like, case that's also a battery charger. Yes, yeah. that yeah. thing yeah. on the wheels yes. of the thing. Absolutely. Because <laughs> he had a thousand charge, batteries. He had to charge the car battery all the time. That's another thing. God, that's great advice. That's really you. Yeah. You. You have an. Impro- you should take pictures of your very impressive. Yes. It's by your cigar stuff. Well, with the three. I'm not boys, promoting that. So many battery operators. Batteries all the time. But <laughs> all the button, the button yes, ones. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. On a nine volt. You yeah. need them all. Nine C, volt. D, yeah. First yeah. And oh, the yeah. second the advice I would give to prospective new dad. Don't do it. <laughs> run, 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 run. hills. Hey, for this, whatever it's worth, I'm thinking about a second career. Your 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 third life. I see you on stage. You got plenty to talk about. You should consider comedy. Yeah, one man show. I'm thinking of doing a bad to the dead. <laughs> hey, look, we'll produce. Yeah, <laughs> We're always looking for for guest hosts, but you know, uh, we're also looking to take some vacations. Yeah. Somebody wants to oh, okay. yeah, hey, we should do it. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Well, I think you know, two guys doing opera, two oh dads doing opera, two dads would be doing a great opera. premise. That's a great name of yeah. a podcast. Two dads doing opera. Yeah. Oh and if you're lucky, you'll get listeners in Luxembourg like us. Well, we are yeah, lucky maybe. that we did meet each other, and we've been an incredible resource and support for each other. Yeah, we met at the Met what twenty years ago, more than. Wow. More than that, and have become fast friends. We raised our families together. We moved to Jersey together. Incredibly lucky to have a, a friend like this guy uh, in the business. No, my, as my coach say, hashtag, hashtag yeah. all love. <laughs> this is hashtag like all we love. have these moments here, and we're here, here to witness them. So that's awesome. Folks, you're listening to Bad to the Dad. Our guests today were Tony Stevenson, Mark Showalter of The Met. Of course, we're talking about the Metropolitan Opera. Guys, I'm not, not going to wish you luck because I know you can't do that in theater, but I'm going to wish that you break as many legs oh, as you can. Thank you. <laughs> Hopefully not yours. Yeah. 
And uh, a pleasure having you guys on. Hey, thanks we, for we having learned us. a lot. Thanks. This is a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah. Great time. Thank you. We are Bad to the Dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. We are brought to you by Berman Branding, marketing, web design, graphic design. Becky Berman is the woman you're going to want to talk to. BermanBranding.com is the website you are going to want to visit, and you'll see samples of all the great work that she has done, including samples of the work she has done for the Bad to the Dad podcast. Also, The Fit Rebellion with Matt Wilbur. He was a guest, season four. Matt Wilbur. The Fitness Rebellion, it is a fitness system that is designed for dads, busy dads, single dads, gay dads, it doesn't matter what kind of dad you are, Fitness Rebellion is the fitness system for you, thefitnessrebellion.com, that is their website, don't forget the the, the the is very important in thefitnessrebellion.com, give them a visit. Coach, if you're like me, you probably wanted to talk to our guests, Tony Stevenson and Mark Showalter, for another 90 minutes if we had the time. I, I got to be honest with you, Adam D. I found them to be so entertaining. Uh, I would never have thought spending time with two opera singers <laughs> would would intrigue me in such a way, right? I could have talked to them for, for like ever. I mean, they were, I don't know what it was. I guess it's based on my own implicit bias regarding opera singers, but I think Tony, Tony had me at bourbon. That's what he had me. He had me <laughs> He's a kindred spirit, bourbon. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the thing about these guys, I think that that struck me is that, you know, they're, they're, they're regular guys. You know, when you think opera singer, you probably think they're walking around in tuxedos like Placido Domingo and Pavarotti every day. Yes. And that just happens to be their job. But, you know, they're baseball coaches and soccer coaches and they go out and golf with their kids and they, yeah, go and, and, and taste bourbon just like just like we do but yeah. it just so happens that that that's their job and it's a cool job and you know I really feel for them and what they had to endure over the last 20 months with not being able to perform but it's good to see that the footlights are turning back on again and, and they're going to be out doing shows you're a couple of really fun guys great dads i love the dad vice mm -hmm. uh, love the dad vice the battery drawer cracked me up i i think i almost peed myself uh, when Mark talked about the battery drawer, that was that was freaking hysterical. I'm about to head out to Home Depot and get the massive packs, you know, <laughs> of every variety. He said, "Get the A's, get the double A's, get the triple A's, get the D's, get the C's, get them all." And then tell yeah. me. Don't have them. <laughs> hey, well, if I if I ever need one, I I know who to call. But yeah. love the chemistry between these guys. You could tell they've been friends for a while. Years. One of your friends. Twenty years, friends. yeah. Like our Absolutely. friendship. Absolutely. Opera brought them together. I forgot. I think our wives brought us together. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Our better halves because moms are just well moms. Yeah. And, you know, this is why we keep them around. Yeah. That was a good so you, the listener, can have podcasts. As, as always, another great set of guests to kick off this next incredible season better and stronger than ever. I think that was the way you do it with, with guys like Mark and with guys like Tony. And next week, we keep it rolling with a really neat guy, also a great storyteller, because he's an author, and his name is Josh Schifrin. So Josh is an author of some um, some golf joke books, which, which are great, and that's not why we're having him on. He also is a child psychologist, and he has written a book called The ADHD Homework Club. So school season just started, uh -huh. And I know a lot of kids with ADHD. I know a lot of adults with ADHD. Wink, wink, coach. Me, me, uh -huh. <laughs> so we're going to, you know, of course, we like to help people promote whatever it is that they're doing. But we're going to learn a little bit more about the book. We're going to tell you where you can get it. And we're also going to learn a bit a bit about uh, Josh's professional life and naturally his, his dad life, too. So that's going to be coming up next week on Bad to the Dad. Coach, it's uh, always a pleasure. Uh, I thought we'd be a little rusty. You know, we took a couple of months off and we oh, came back as yeah. if the switch was already on. You, you're, we're professionals. We were professionals podcast. Now, by, by season six, you're considered professional. <laughs> professionals who don't make a dad die. <laughs> well, we made about a hundred bucks. Give or take a couple of uh, sponsors. So we're up, I think our profit will net, we're negative. But in the big, big picture, I think we made about a hundred bucks. Yes, yeah, so well, at least the keychains 
the cost of the keychains are being covered. Hey, speaking of which, today was the first day we actually gave away our keychains in person. Because we had guests that were in the den. Yes, they were in the den. Fully vaccinated, by the way. Yes. Not that we gave yes. them a COVID test at the door, but we could have if we if you wanted to really ambitious. They would have shown us their uh, their vaccination card. Well, it was awesome to be back in your basement recording studio. Again, we're back next week. It'll be season six, episode two with Josh Schifrin. I think we're going to call it ADH Dad. Ooh, very. You're always so good with that. Write Adam. that down. Write that because I don't want to forget it. Write it ADH down. Put it in the Dad. title now. Hold on. Is that A A D H Dad? Yeah, a little irreverent, but you know, I think that Reverend left the station in season three. So we're talking capital A, capital E, capital H, capital E, and then lowercase AD. So ADH Dad. I'm glad that we could talk this out on the podcast for the benefit of the listener listening. Yes. That's how we do it. Now you see how the sausage is made. Absolutely. We got to tell them the secrets, the magic of our, our recipes and how just we work the chemistry so positive. <laughs> we are bad to the dad. Dads have a great week and stay bad to the dad.